Welcome to another episode of Inside Startup Investing. As always, I am your host, Chris Lestrino, founder and CEO of King's Crowd. Inside Startup Investing is a number one podcast for learning about the best startups and investors in the online private markets. If you are a startup investor, this is a show for you. This podcast is powered by King's Crowd's proprietary rating technology that helps us to uncover the best founders and stories that you need to hear about before clicking invest. Now, before we get started, we want to thank our sponsor, LawCloud, the premier solution for founders to prepare to raise capital online. Whether you need to file a Form C, a Form 1A, or a subscription agreement, LawCloud provides the lowest cost, easiest to use toolkit for founders to make raising capital online easier than ever. Now, on to today's show. Today, I am joined by Ali Shaper, who is the co-founder and CEO of Supermush. Uh, if you are into kind of new age things, I think this is definitely the conversation for you. This is actually a really, really interesting company um, that has an incredible amount of traction in a very little amount of time uh, in an emerging category that I know very little about, but I'm very excited to learn a lot more about here today. Um, so with that, Ali, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. So we'd love to learn a little bit more about who is Ali the person and uh, what is Supermush all about? I'll answer both of those through the lens of mushrooms. That is the topic of conversation today. Um, the short answer of like why I'm here and like why we, you know, myself and my co-founder started this whole adventure is because we had life-changing personal experiences with mushrooms, both functional mushrooms and psychedelic mushrooms. We'll talk about which one of those we're actually using in a second. But, um, you know, my, my, my personal journey has just like led me a lot of different directions in my career. I've worked in corporate America. I've worked in the fashion industry. I've worked in events. I've had a wellness company before this. Like I've done a lot of different things. I got my master's in accounting and my CPA. So I've like had a lot of different lives and um, everything that we're doing with Supermash and Into the Multiverse, which is our media arm, actually like pulls on a lot of those different lives and like the kind of through line is community and education and um, wellness. And so, you know, I, I started to explore the functional mushroom world when I started my first company and I started to use you know, functional superfood mushrooms and noticed a profound difference in my health. And I was kind of, you know, started to become fascinated with the world of fungi through that lens, through the physical health world, and then started studying what was happening in the psychedelic space when early days people like Tim Ferriss and Michael Pollan were first starting to talk about it and refund it in this third wave of the psychedelic renaissance that we were very much in. And met my co-founder, Brian, who's amazing. He just exited his startup and he successfully sold. He's been an entrepreneur since he's been 19. I read his book and then we started bonding about our passion for mushrooms and community building and all the things that we're doing now. And so um, that's kind of like the very short version of like how this came to be and what it actually is, um, is a few things. One is we have a functional superfood lifestyle brand called Supermush. And it's very, you know, influenced by the 60s and 70s of music and the culture and the art, the artists, the lyrics from that era. And um, we make supplements and we make merch. Supplements is like the primary focus of the business. 
And then we also have, you know, our media arm into the multiverse that is a psychedelic education arm. We have a podcast. We do a dinner series a few times a year, um, but really educating holistically on the power of fungi. And it all kind of feeds each other. Wow. All right. So first thing that I, I really want to break down um, is functional versus psychedelics and helping people understand what the difference is between those two categories. Yeah. So the technical definition of functional mushrooms is a, a mushroom that basically has a functional benefit beyond just, you know, beyond just dietary nutrients. And the most common functional mushrooms you'll hear about, which are non-psychedelic, non-psychoactive, um, are chaga and cordyceps and lion's mane and turkey tail, um, reishi mushroom. Like those are the main ones that people are really talking about. There's others. There's 13 about main ones. So those are all functional, legal superfoods. The funny thing about fungi that a lot of people don't understand is that these have been used for thousands of years. So I, you know, we like to talk about mushrooms are the only medicine that has actually stood the test of time. And so what we're doing is actually just a reintroduction of a lot of modalities from Chinese medicine, from indigenous cultures that have been using mushrooms of all types for thousands of years. And it goes even, you know, back further than that because humans evolved eating mushrooms. We evolved eating fungi. If you look back 20,000 years ago, you can find fossilized humans with a reishi mushroom in one hand and a psilocybin in the other. So these have been such a vital part of our human development, um, our brain function, our sexual function, our physical abilities, just overall um, human development. And we stopped consuming fungi in the West. Um, we kind of built this inversion to them. There's this whole stigma around mushrooms. A lot of people think mushrooms just in general, even shiitake mushrooms are gross. And um, now what we're doing with Supermash is just really reintroducing them into our diet. So long-winded way of saying like that's functional mushrooms. Psychedelic mushrooms are the psychoactive part of it's called magic mushrooms, um, psilocybin. Got it. Now, to take one further step into the functional side of things, so what are some of the health benefits and things that can come from engaging using these products? Yeah, so mushrooms are remarkable for your health. So whether it's our brand, um, we make incredible high-quality functional mushroom supplements or another brand that is you know, making their products in an efficacious way and we can talk about what that looks like, humans should be consuming them every single day. They are so remarkable for your overall immune system health, for your gut, for your hair, your skin. Um, you know, they have every single one of these mushrooms that I talked about, the cordyceps and lion's mane and turkey tail and chaga, they have an overall immune system benefits. So there's kind of like catch-all benefits. And then each specific mushroom has a more specific benefit. And so a very like layman's term, like simplification of how you can think about some of these main ones are Lion's mane is the brain mushroom. It actually can improve your memory function. It creates neuroplasticity in the brain. So if you take a high dose of lion's mane, you will feel it. Um, you'll feel your brain light up because there's a lot happening there. Um, you know, it's it's really remarkable if you're looking to get off any sort of ADHD medication. Um, but overall, it's like really good just to have in your system. It also can improve your REM sleep. There's all these different crazy benefits of lion's mane. Um, cordyceps is another one that people kind of commonly regard as like the athletic performance mushroom because it can increase the production of ATP um, to your muscles. And so it actually can improve your oxygen, like the amount of oxygen that you're getting into your system so you can perform better um, and faster for longer. Chinese, you know, Chinese Olympian athletes swear by cordyceps, kind of like their natural steroids, which is really cool. 
Um, and you know, the list goes on and on. Reishi, reishi mushroom is um, an adaptogen. A lot of these mushrooms are adaptogens, not all, but a lot of them are adaptogens. And um, it functions to bring your body into homeostasis. And so it's not like if you take reishi mushroom and you're feeling like super anxious, it'll kind of help calm you down. Whereas like if I'm taking it and I feel low energy, it'll help kind of bring your body into balance. All of these mushrooms, the idea is they're helping bring your body into balance rather than something like a caffeine, for example, that regardless of whether, you know, what the terrain is introduced to, it like gives your body this massive upper, but it's artificial. And then you create this crash. So the real thing that we're targeting here with functional mushrooms, it's like a super long-winded answer, sorry, because I'm super passionate about this topic, is that we just really misunderstand energy in the United States specifically are the substances that we are marketed. So mushrooms are, are really designed to help bring your body into balance. You had mentioned something else earlier on um, that I, I wanted to hit on because it, it talks to kind of market timing and why now. Um, I think you said it's like we're in like the third renaissance or third generation renaissance, something along those lines, kind of the mushroom category. So can you talk about what overall is kind of going out of the category right now in our society that's getting people excited about this? Um, and then why now is kind of the right time to build this company? Yeah, it's a great question. So um, genuinely, I believe that there's not a single category that has the potential to influence humanity. Like it's a, you know, it's a big answer, but like we believe mushrooms can actually change the world. And our like underlying description of why is that there's not a single category, at least that I know of, that has the ability to influence the environment, physical health and mental health. Um, in such a powerful way, holistically. So fungi are so versatile. Um, there's so much we can learn from them. And the reason why this you know this category is so exciting is it's like a few different things. One is that functional mushrooms like the chaga and cordyceps and lion's mane of the world are making their way back into our diets as a superfood that we have like completely neglected over the last. I definitely neglected it up until you know I started using these functional mushrooms. And they were wildly impactful for my health. Um, the second thing is that mycelium, which is the underground root structure of fungi, and the fruiting body is what you most commonly find in your dietary supplements. There's a lot of things to look for, but the mycelium, which is the underground root structure, which lives all across the earth, under every single step that you take, there is a mycelium biomass that exists, and it connects all living things that you see above ground, which is also pretty wild. You can transmit nutrients through the mycelium network. The reason why I'm talking about it is one of the crazy cool things about mycelium is that companies are now using that mycelial biomass as replacements for plastic, um, as replacements for leather. So companies like NASA and Stella McCartney and Ikea was using it for their packaging for a while. There's all these really cool uses of mycelium. And the third thing is what's happening in the psychedelic space. The psychedelic is the therapy space. Psychedelics um, were in clinical trials in the 60s before the war on drugs shut down all that research fast forward to today that research is now having a resurgence with clinical trials all across the country that are researching the massive benefits of everything from mdma psilocybin ketamine etc and so because we are in the worst mental health crisis that we have ever been in as a society it's ar arguably the largest problem that the world is facing um psychedelics have a huge potential to impact that category um, massively, one in eight people, depending on what you know studies you look at globally, are suffering suffering from some sort of a diagnosed mental health indication. 
So the reason why this category is so exciting is like those three different lenses, the functional mushroom category, because this is an investor um, startup podcast. Like, so for people that want numbers behind this, it's a $30 billion industry. It's massive. And that's all functional, legal, superfoods, CPG space, companies that are leading this space as far as like consumer brands are, are in the 60 to $80 million a year category um, with revenue, top line revenue. And the sales admin space, again, it's it's in it's in like progressive legal, you know, happenings right now. So it's a um there's a little bit of an unknown like how big that actual market is. But if you can market size reverse into like how big the problem is, um, it's massive. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that front, especially in kind of the mental health front. Um, and even the multitude of health crises that, you know, as an overall society we we may face now. Um so you, you you do have really exceptional traction, a, a, a millions in revenue. You haven't been around that long. You have really good traction. You're getting into stores, um, which is fantastic. Um, so can you talk about how you've been able to drive that traction to date and what's working for you? Um, and how do you plan on kind of expanding those sales going forward? Yeah, so... Our approach when we were first, um, myself and Brian, when we were first thinking about how we wanted to to launch this brand, we really wanted to, you know, be the Red Bull of mushrooms, but healthy. And, you know, we're inspired by brands like Liquid Death and the way that they built their model. And so, you know, today we launched in January of last year. We have around 300,000, uh, you know, online audience across our platforms. We're one of the fastest growing consumer brands on TikTok. Um, we just went on this like Shark Tank type TV show and got offers from all the judges. So we're like super excited about that. It actually airs in, in two days. Um, and, you know, we've we've sold a million and a half dollars of, of mushroom mouth sprays online in our first year of being in business, which is like, you know, a fairly niche thing in, in general. Like, you know, spraying mushrooms into people's mouths is like relatively niche. And so now we're actually we're really excited about that traction, um, especially that it's all e-commerce and not inflated by artificial retail revenue. And now we're looking at like how mainstreaming our product offerings. So we just recently launched mints. Um, we're launching gummies, sex, energy and sleep gummies, which will which will come out sometime in August, which we're super stoked about. But the way that we've thought about building the brand is like incredibly focused on community. You know, a lot of the stuff that I'm personally just very passionate about is hosting parties and bringing people together in an intentional and curated way. And so, you know, I've been doing that since I'm 16 years old. Brian's been doing it all his life as well. And so it's really cool to see like that through line come out in our business. And so an example of the kind of stuff that we do to build community and like market in a unique way is we just did, you know, a several hundred person bike ride through the streets of Venice out here in LA, rainbow themed and like everyone dressed up and we bring together all these brands also to come participate you know, we'll bring together in theory the brands that are our competitors um, to come activate with us and share the power of mushrooms and other, you know, amazing wellness products as well. Um, so just to wrap that up, there's like more to be said about it, but our marketing approach has been really cool viral content. Like we've, we've gone viral on TikTok many times. Um, so a lot of people have gotten hit with our brand. A lot of people know us from TikTok. Our, our audience is millennial Gen Z. Um unique marketing strategy, very festival focused. We just did a huge activation at Bonnaroo. We're exploring big partnerships and conversations with different artists that are kind of, you know, that are up and coming and like major artists in the world as well. Um, yeah. And then we have like a pretty tight online, like digital strategy 
as you know for our for our digital marketing which we're about to like turn back on in a, in a bigger way now that we've kind of been you know in prep mode to, to launch our next product i can't overstate how important like brand is in categories like this like liquid death what set them apart was not that their water was better it's that their positioning and putting it in the can and making the kind of this exciting cool thing is what made it viral right and what made people fall in love with it and even red bull i mean it doesn't taste good it, there's something in the brand that gets people really excited about it and um if you go and check out anything that super mush does it is certainly a very unique uh brand that you won't forget um, and I, I absolutely understand that importance of kind of building that whole lifestyle feel around it. And you're certainly capturing something there. Talk to us a little bit about how you uh, came upon this idea of kind of go with this 60s theme. What is it that you feel connects to this category really well? Yeah, I mean, you know, the 60s and 70s were the most iconic, uh, you know, one of the most iconic eras for music and culture in general. And so thing that we're looking to do is really like drive culture in a significant way through the lens of mental health but inspired by all of these artists and lyrics and song titles so if you read the website copy you know it's really fun and cheeky like full of sexual innuendos and like full of in you know inspirational lyrics from the that era we have so many different references to iconic cultural moments that like bring us about a sense of nostalgia and like in the way that we're branding the product like we're inspired by the grateful dead jerry bears our little mushroom guy was you know our our logo um was inspired by that and we have a mushroom you know we have a supplement brand that people want to wear on their shirt because they love our merch as well which has been such a cool um such a cool thing to see because we actually weren't that was kind of an experiment when we started and now we're actually putting more of a significant strategy with like merch collabs and drops and like um really leaning harder into the streetwear thing because a lot of people will find us because of, you know, they like the merge and then they'll kind of like come into our ecosystem and then start using the products. So as we think about upside, I, I think a couple of challenges um, that my team and I were kind of discussing, uh, one was price point, um, because I think it is still a relatively expensive product. What we think about Gen Z millennials being the, the target. Okay, so how do you manage price point is one category that we're curious about. And the second one is retail shelves. And I'm just curious, do you get pushback from retail because of the category in general and people hear mushrooms and they think one thing even though it's functional i'd love to hear how you're kind of managing both of those yeah as far as the um so price point first um you know how we think about it we're actually like price very comparable with all of the other um even lower than than some of the other brands that are out there as far as like actual product category for the sprays um, the mints are a little bit more on the expensive side, but like they're e-commerce right now. So that's fine. When we go into retail, we're definitely dropping the price point. We're actually going to go with like a little bit smaller packaging, um, even though people like, you know, they love the tins. So we're kind of, we want to like build the brand and then go into the like kind of cost reduction, like more mass market thing, which we're doing right now, which is really exciting. Um, so that's just like general on the price point thing. And the other thing to think about is like, if you look at you know, brands like Four Sigmatic or Mudwater, if you actually do like the cost analysis of how much are people spending on that a day, we are in that price point for the functional dose that you're getting. Like four sprays is equivalent to what you would get of like making yourself a, a thing of mushroom tea and et cetera. But it's like on the go, um, highly effective. Mouth sprays are actually the most effective way to get supplements into your system. So the number one piece of feedback we get from customers is like, wow, this actually works, which I think speaks to the general, you know, of of the entire supplement industry. But 
people feel them and we're super dedicated to high quality products and we won't compromise on on that standpoint. And and do you get pushback from retail because of the category? Yeah, no, actually so this is interesting. We you know, we just gave a whole presentation to um Sam's Club because they're interested in the mushroom category and they know that it's about to explode. Sam's Club is like would be way down the road for us expanding into it. Um but what it signals is that they're interested and they see where the space is going. And that is so cool. Um, that was not a conversation we were expecting to have. That was like six months ago or so. And um, why I'm bringing it up is that, you know, mushrooms are making this massive wave. A lot of people compare it to the CBD category. It is not the same at all. Number one, um, because of that lens of like mushrooms have been used for thousands of years in Chinese medicine. This is just a really repackaging of Eastern modalities and bringing them to the West. Um a lot of the CBD products that launched and you know, saw this giant bubble um, that happened with CBD that at first they weren't making high quality products. So there, there is not um, pushback that we're getting from, from retailers as far as like not understanding the category. We've more gotten like inbound interest because they see where the, the space is going. And, you know, mushroom brands are already at this on the shelves of all of these retailers. Or Sigmatic is it Costo. I'm curious where you guys uh, source your supply of mushrooms. Like, where, where are these mushroom farms? All over the world. Some of the best mushrooms in the world right now still come from China. Eventually, we'd love to, like, you know, migrate and bring all that in-house. But facilities and the, and the places that we source our mushrooms from are awesome, like incredibly potent extracts. And so that's the other thing to note is, like, when you're, you know, I don't want to get too granular and lost on, on your question here, but we use fruiting body extracts meaning that we extract the best part of the mushroom um, with alcohol and hot water. And then you get this like incredibly potent dose. So if in order to get that from mushrooms, you'd have to eat like a giant bowl versus like just getting it in a, you know, a few sprays of a tincture, which is so cool. And your body also can't digest if it hasn't been extracted that way. So it's the most optimal way to get those nutrients into your bloodstream and absorb them effectively. Um, and then just the other note on like the retail front, is right now we're in Air One and Urban Outfitters and we just are launching in Free People and um, Aviator Nation and like kind of cool brands like that, that it's all but just been inbound, um, which we're super excited about. And now what we're looking to do is go into retail in a more significant way upon the launch of the gummies because we think those products will be way more understood. If you look at the gummy category, it's the number one selling mushroom product out there. And so we wanted to build a viral as alongside powders sorry excuse me so like as far as more unique form factors that's like powders and gummies um and when we were looking at okay what do we want to launch first why like we wanted to do something that gave us virality so the mouth sprays the mints like are such interesting novel product format the content that we've created with it and the way that it's blown up our brand online has been awesome and now we're looking to like mainstream our offerings through the gummies and products like that what part of education do we need? What pe what should people know about these functional mushrooms? As far as like what to look for when you're buying them? Yeah. Um, so a few things. One is you want to be looking for fruiting body extracts. There's a you know hot debate among the amongst the mycology community about this topic, people that are super in it. Um, all the best research that we have um, seen and been a part of is companies using fruiting body extracts as like the most beneficial part of fungi in order to get these these nutrients. Um, that's thing number one. We're going to be looking for high extract ratios and overall just companies that are really transparent. Like if you reach out to, if you can't find like where is a company getting their mushrooms from, they don't like share about their process online. 
that's a red flag to look for. I think just in general, that's an expectation from supplement brands that you should be super transparent with everything online. Customers expect that. Um, yeah. And, but also look at like who's behind the company, like where where are they from um, as far as like history and all that. Like are they are they out there educating and, and, and talking about the topic as well? Um, I, I find that to be also really important. And I know that you, you talked about, you know, a lot of the inspiration for this business came from your own experience and how it's improved your health and whatnot. Um, is there any part of that story you could share with us for people to kind of learn and hear from someone else who's really benefited from this so they could understand how this could be beneficial to them as well? Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, my wellness journey was a lot of my own, you know, just being becoming my own citizen doctor, getting off of all the prescriptions I was on. Um, and it was about the time I was in grad school, actually, where I was like, oh, my God, why am I on these certain medications that have been prescribed to me? For chronic gut issues I'd had since I was a baby and so I started starting to like really look in and take ownership of my own health rather than just kind of like handing it over to the medical system that very much just like symptom prescribed and I was on a stack of things that reality like never never actually made sense but especially upon you know really learning about them and so my foray into functional mushrooms was really interesting because I'd already like done such so much work on my health and optimizing um everything that was going on in my body but I like to describe my interaction with mushrooms for the first time, like like the missing link that I had no idea that was even missing. I was like, oh, I'm great. But I felt like they took my health from like an eight to an 11. Because okay. oh, the reality of what they did was to help put my body in flow state for the first time really in my life. A lot of people, you know, we talk about flow state. It's like this cool kind of sexy term, but what does that actually mean? Like what's actually the brain chemistry of flow state? And one of our investors actually has done um, Stephen Collar is, you know, is one of the leading researchers and educators on flow state, which is cool. Um, he's a huge inspiration to my to my co-founder. But people want flow state. And the way that we misunderstand energy in the United States is like you're supposed to feel this crazy, crowd, you know, spike from caffeine and then you get the crash and then you take something else to combat the crash and you're just in this vicious cycle. And so what mushrooms did for me was help me feel super balanced. And I started to notice changes in my gut and my skin and my hair. And I was like, what are these? And then really started to understand the inner workings of Shanghai, what they were doing to my body, why I should be taking them every day. Um, I also don't, you know, I don't get sick. Like, they're really protectants against, um, you know, different viral infections. Uh, they have high amount of antioxidants. The health benefits, again, are endless. And I, whenever I speak about them, I kind of laugh because there's like this huge, sexy, overwhelming craze about mushrooms. But again, They've been around forever. We just haven't like identified the specific ingredients in Chinese medicine and like put them in the spotlight as we're doing now. It's, it's a whole tangent that I get to get into, but that's like generally what my my story is with it. And my co-founders, um, if people are interested, like he started using cordyceps for athletic performance and noticed like, a remarkable shift in his. You know, he's a huge action sports athlete, but he replaced his caffeine with cordyceps. In terms of feedback that you're getting from your customers, yeah, what are you hearing? What are they getting excited about? The brand, um, the community, uh, the products people love. I mean, it's it's a few different things. I think, you know, we're, we're, we're now in an age where it's not enough to have a product. People are looking for mission. People are wanting to get behind things. You know, we could example this is like we opened our crowdfunding campaign because we had so many of our community members uh, ask if they could get involved in a more significant way. When we have these events, we have people come they like listen to the podcast or they 
Um, you have had a, a life-changing experience with functional mushrooms or psychedelics or whatever it is. So I think people are really excited about the mission of mental health. It's obviously something that's that's super talked about right now. But um, people, people are really excited about that. And the brand really hits home for people. Um, as far as like the, you know, just the general aesthetic of it, it's super fun and colorful and it's an engaging um, aesthetic. And I would say the general like you know, feedback from people that are using the products is like, number one, like this actually works. Okay, mushroom, you've made mushrooms taste good, which they don't taste great. Like it's a very difficult thing to put them in supplements, make them taste approachable, like with with maintaining the efficacy behind them. And so we're like always iterating our formula, always making it taste better, always making sure that we're maintaining the amount of mushrooms in the functional dose. So those are just like general kind of points of feedback. What are some of the, the major things you're excited about over the next kind of call it 12 to 18 months for the business? The gummies launch, sex energy and sleep gummies, artist partnerships, festival activations. We're doing a big activation again at ACL. Um exciting season two of the podcast that we have lined up which is very exciting um and then fundraising you know i love i love fundraising because it gives us the opportunity to bring more cool people into the business but some of the you know we have uh, almost 100 investors across two rounds excluding our fund our crowdfunding campaign um and so we have people you know we have founders of thrive market and you kitchen and zumba and um perfect keto and Vega and you know amazing VC partners like we have such cool um, humans that are already involved in the business and so we're closing the rest of our round over the next you know it'll be like three to four weeks depending on a few different kind of like pending things if we take like one larger check or or a bunch of smaller ones um, yeah just getting more exciting cooks in the kitchen because whoever you involve in the business kind of dictates everyone puts their own energy and DNA in it in a different way so we just want really like awesome mission aligned humans that, you know, see the mission, but it's also like a really good business model. <laughs> we have great margins and like are growing and there's a lot of really good um, momentum behind what we're creating as well. Love that. For those who are, you know, sitting at home or at their office and, you know, they're working for a big corporate company like an EY and, you know, I came from the consulting world myself, um, <laughs> who maybe have a dream, who want to build something really cool like you're building today, it, it's obviously a major leap. Talk to us a little bit about your experience in doing that and what's your advice to them? My journey from leaving corporate world was really unique. Like I, I quit my corporate job. I started modeling in New York to fund my first startup. And during that process, I like went on this personal exploration to meet as many people, cool people as I could in New York City, people that inspired me, people I wanted to learn from. So I mean, I took a very extreme approach. I went on 365 coffee dates in one year and wrote down everyone I met, um, figured out how I could provide value to them and just learn from them and see if I could get, you know, buy them coffee and get their time. And that really informed a lot of my like own versions of success and things that I kind of um, wanted to emulate. So my advice would be, you know, find really awesome people that you are inspired by and buy them coffee and, and, and you know, ask them thoughtful questions and kind of like build a strategy around that, but also don't lose your kind of like internal compass as well. Because the you know Brian and Brian and I just talked about this yesterday. The business we want to build is is a like kind of new model. It's a fairly unique one. We're we're inspired by companies like Dr. Bronner's and Patagonia and you know the liquid deaths of the world. People that are doing things in a different way. Um, so just a blended approach. 
it, that certainly resonates with me and I, I completely hear that. It's like you could have success, but being able to be successful in doing it in a new way, that's what makes it really exciting. You know, it's like you can follow a conventional path, but it's when you kind of blaze that new path and do something wholly new that it really gets cool. Um, love what you're building here. I think it's a really interesting company for folks who are interested. You can still invest via WeFunder in their current round of funding um, and join the Supermush community. Uh, but this has been a really, really illuminating conversation. Ali, thank you so very much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. And if anyone has any questions, like Open Door, um, please put my contact info in the wherever you release this. And if anyone wants to reach out and, and chat further, we'd, we'd love to talk and also would love to have you join. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you want to use the same tools I do to find amazing founders like the ones I have on the show to power your investment decisions, you can head on over to kingscrowd.com backslash startups to try out our Edge Toolkit for 30 days free.